0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 198, Episode 3 of Two Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I pot alone in closet rooms. I never thought I'd meet a guest like you. Meet a guest like you with auburn hair and tawny eyes, but who cares cause you brought me do a two liter do, And I chugged, I chugged Woo. cause I may, I just chugged, I chugged all night and day. I belch for half a day. All right. That is courtesy of Neil DeWeed Tyson. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, do you
1: not feel so well today? (laughs) But with this max, I'm feeling better. Ooh okay uh shout out to me I was listening to Frank ocean uh, as it looked like a tornado came through my room because it was so messy or whatever those lyrics are <laughs> and just always reading about vaccination rates it'll everything is becoming about vaccines mm. uh, so shout out to my loneliness
0: you got that booster coming through
1: yeah eight months,
0: eight months later'm I'm, I'm gonna September, fight for that moderna this time
1: I'm I just Oh you can you can fuck around and pick and pick and shoot? I don't know.
0: I I I hope so.
1: I mean God wouldn't that that would be so American of us to be like, oh no, you can't make some. Yeah. Oh fuck, we gotta tell people what's
0: I just found out that the Moderna like survives at zero degrees while the Pfizer needs like negative sixty degrees, so it needs to be on dry ice. Mm. And so I don't I was at a my five-year-old's optometrist appointment today and the doctor was telling me all this shit he had he had lots of thoughts on the vaccine he's like yeah they don't he's, work man he was like did you feel sick after you got it nah i don't know if you i don't know if it survived you might you might need to go get that uh Moderna. i was like this is not helping oh for real it was yeah. like
1: that he's like if you didn't feel fucked up it may you may have got a bunk dose yeah i don't know no.
0: But But he is a optometrist, so (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) Who knows? With a Blue Lives Matter flag as his eye test, (laughs) so (laughs) a little bit, a little (laughs) shaky.
0: Anyways, Miles, should we do the uh, live show?
1: Let's, yeah, real quick before we get
0: to live show plus, we have a live show. Uh, It is a week from yesterday, August twenty fifth, six p.m. Pacific.
1: This episode comes out a week on and Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Is it is it on Wednesday or Thursday or Tuesday? I thought it was Tuesday.
1: It's on the 25th, which is Wednesday.
0: Oh shit. All right. Oh let's... no. Just <laughs> <Did you laughs> oh, boy. some.
1: Oh, man.
0: Uh... <laughs> so, Miles is going to be hosting a live show <laughs> of the Daily Sikes. No, I'll be there. Come through, come through. <laughs> I will
1: be there. Yes. Wednesday, August
0: 25th, 25th, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. We are bringing you the year 2000 in a live streaming Mm -hmm. audio visual interactive. We will be interacting with you extravaganza.
1: Pull people from the chat. Pull the chat. Yes. Take questions from You're gonna the have chat. To be on it's your gonna toes. Wild. We haven't yeah. planned
0: then, anything, so we're kind of hoping that you guys bring something to the table.
1: Yeah, like a lot of facts about <laughs> two thousand. Like, hey, what was like the best movie then uh, in the chat? Trek, quick. dude. You yeah, know that. that's right. But you can also count on us having special guest Chris Crofton, the cold brew god, coming through uh, with his takes. And, again, if you can't make it at 6 p.m. or 9 Eastern, wherever you are in the world, don't worry about it. Because it's going to be video on demand. Just make sure you got your ticket. So go get your ticket at momenthouse.com slash the daily zeitgeist. Boom.
0: Momenthouse.com slash the daily zeitgeist. And we will have the link to the tickets in the uh, description of this episode. So, yeah, check out the footnotes. Uh, Well, Miles, Mm? we are thrilled and fortunate and blessed to be joined by the very funny actor, writer, comedian, and director who stars in the hilarious show Campfire Confessions, which everyone should go check out. Please welcome the hilarious and talented Shannon Coffey! Podcast,
2: Papa, Papa, Papa pop, podcast. I want guest on podcast. Mm. Pop, pop, podcast. Yeah, yeah, mm. Do we know what song it is?
1: And in um Pod, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just really wanted mm-hmm. to
2: uh, get Hanson in there real quick. The yeah. Great.
1: Yeah. Tulsa, They're Oklahoma.
2: Woo. Cool. Best, best.
1: Is best. Are you from Tulsa?
2: No, not at all. I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was but, gonna say I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I remember really liking Hanson in Puerto Rico and being like, they they won't come here.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Please, nobody will come here. <laughs> uh, and that's and then you're like, then I have to go to them. Yeah, I think one of them works in production or something. A friend of mine works in commercials. Like I work with the youngest Hanson brother who wasn't even on in the band. Oh, oh. Like, wow! Host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well,
2: really, there's like kid, 14 kid. of them.
1: Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah,
2: they come from a really big family. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure Is that
1: awkward? You think for them when like they uh, for when, like, me the or the three for- blew up. <laughs> you <Yeah, laughs> know, like maybe. to have a big ass family and then like three of them are doing I mean, th- I say this as like an only child so I have no concept of siblings at all because I'm like, man, if there was one other motherfucker getting the attention of the parents, I would flip out.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's less awkward for the Hansons because the, it was like the three older siblings and then the rest of them were a lot like younger and not
1: doing oh, music.
2: I think it's not as it. awkward as it is for the Jonas brothers where it's four of them and three of them are in the band and there's just that one guy who's like.
1: Yeah. Umset. Wilbur yeah. Jonas. Kind of hot. Yeah. Upstanding guy.
2: He's doing great though.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. See, then- I I think it's
0: less awkward because their older brother is Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. Right. Yeah. That was
2: his passion. (laughs) And the other siblings are like, we kind of don't care what people do. Why don't you take a seat
1: right there? Are you Guitar Freak
2: 69?
0: Yes. Shannon, what's, what's new with you? Where are you in this great country?
2: Ooh, I'm in L.A. and hey. Los Angeles in my okay. studio apartment with my two cats.
0: Hell yeah. What are your cat names?
2: Cinna, which is so, uh, short for Cinnamon Girl. I didn't name her, okay. but that was Ooh. what her previous owner named her. And we will keep the name because she's 19. It's too late to change that. And then 19? I have, yeah, look at her, she's wow. so cute. And wow. then I have Zook, who was a pandemic kid and I got. And I got him because a psychic told me. A cat psychic told me that Cinna wanted uh, a kitten specifically. I'm sorry, uh,
1: I'm sorry, cat psychic?
2: Yeah, so Cinna was like yelling throughout like every night. She'd just be like, Mom! and I was like, oh, oh yeah, my, what, one of my cats
1: does that. What's happening?
2: And I took her to the vet, and they were like, nothing's up. She's fine. Must be like some kind of like emotional thing that she's trying to express to you. So after a long time of trying to figure it out, I linked up with a cat psychic, and she was like, she was in tune with, like, some of Sina's, like, physical, like, arthritis and what legs she had pain in. So, I was like, okay, this is legit. And then oh, she was like... Oh, rather than being, like,
1: broadly, like, I think your 19-year-old cat might have arthritis rather than, like, <laughs> yeah. how's the arthritis in her rear hind, le- in her she rear was, right like, hind leg? She hind
2: like, the right leg. She guessed it. And she guessed wow. a couple other things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to believe her. I know, right? You're right. Oh, I'm a sucker. Or at 25.
1: Her. You got hind in four, 15, or whatever they're called.
2: But she did say, like, oh, Sina really wants a kitten in her life. She specifically a kitten and i'm like okay i, I normally don't adopt kittens i like older cats just because kittens get you know they get picked All up love. everywhere yeah, yeah. but I, I brought home this cool ass dude his name is zook which is short for zuccarello he's named after zuccarello from the new york rangers who isn't on the rangers on the anymore mm. but cena doesn't like zook that much
0: are you oh. a big hockey fan or is that just that's what zook's name was already Right.
2: No, I named Zook Zook because I love Zuccarello. Um, My family is obsessed with hockey and they love the Rangers. And I'm not into hockey, but as as a member of this four person family, I, you know, I got to like be present to the likes and the hobbies. (laughs) Right. So I just choose the things that I like within hockey, which is bodies and people with nice hair. So I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that guy's hot. I like that guy. That's my guy. Hockey hair
1: rules. Hockey definitely has the best hair. I was a big fan of uh, Brian Leach on the New York Rangers. It was a defenseman. I played, a, I played hockey for like 16 years. And I had like in hockey, like you can buy like pro models of like a blade that you can affix to like a oh. shaft, like an aluminum or graphite shaft. Because everybody likes a different curve on the, the stick. And I would always rock the Brian Leach signature heel curve blade for my hockey stick. So shout out the Rangers. Damn. Wow.
2: That's cool. I would definitely go full Casey Jones if I had one of those blades and just start fighting crime on the streets.
1: Well, what's <laughs> stopping you? Aside from I revealing that you're that person now, yeah, right. right
2: yeah, right. I think actually, if they aren't they rebooting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again, I think I should be cast as Casey Jones.
1: I've seen no I think that. that
2: would be fucking awesome. And I have I, good, I have a good hockey jersey. I just need the stick.
0: Right.
1: Okay, so and that uh, is usually Hollywood.
0: what they take into account when they're yeah, casting they're like, a role. Is like, well, how much of the wardrobe do you have? Do you have already? Actually, you think that <laughs> that's a joke, a but budget. it's
2: so true. As an actor, people are always asking you to just bring your own wardrobe. And I want to say, um, fuck that. Please stop making me lug my own clothes places.
1: Right, right. Wow. right. Like, can you bring like 17 looks? Yeah, and you're like, no.
2: Are you going to pay me that fee for a wardrobe person?
1: No. What are you talking Like a oh. kit fee for bringing? No. Oh. Yeah.
2: That's I'm how sorry. it should be. Before
1: Welcome we move along, what network. was the
0: uh cat psychic correct? How have uh Zook and Cinna gotten along?
2: Um, the cat psychic was wrong. Um <laughs> Cinna does not like Zook.
0: <laughs> oh no. I'm so sorry,
2: Zook, works. he's like, Don't tell me this. Yeah, she, I could send you a million videos of Zook. Zook is obsessed with Cinna and he like always loves to put her his paw on her belly and like try to oh, touch her. That's and so she's cute. just like, ah, <laughs> But, yeah, she she lost her two upper fangs recently, and she tries to bite him, and it's just this very sad.
1: Oh, it's right. a gummy. It's like,
2: yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Aww. cool. Thanks for the violence.
1: <laughs> Thanks, this is more that.
2: Yeah, it is very fun, though, to watch them interact.
0: <laughs> That's great. All right, Shannon, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Just a couple of things we're talking about. We're going to do another school update from around the country, how uh, the return to school is working out. Uh, in the South, where they have already returned to school. We are going to talk about businesses that aren't making it easy to get vaccinated, which is cool. We'll talk about the xenophobes of America uniting at their favorite place to unite Fox News. We'll talk about Google wanting to cut pay for people who are working from home and Lady Gaga not helping the dog walker uh, who was shot protecting her dogs, or whether she should. We'll we'll discuss. Uh, it'll be a debate. All of that, plenty more. But first, Shannon, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history?
2: Oh, well, man, I'm going to just be like a little boring freak here. But yeah, the last thing I Googled was last night, how to get cat pee out of a shoe.
0: Uh-huh. Because...
2: Like- um, Yes. And I did one of her like cool screams and I was like, oh, what's up? And then I turned around and she was just peeing into my Reeboks and I was like, oh, that's that's a choice.
1: <laughs> OK, what do you. Yeah. uh? Yeah. I mean, is there a technique like to. Yeah, because in my mind, I'm like, will you take the insole out and then you spray it the fuck down with like some kind of enzymatic yeah. cleaner. Liquid.
2: My first idea was, oh, you burn them. Um, not, <laughs> it's like not the, the answer, apparently. I was like, you burn them and then the Dark Lord like just replaces right. them when you go to bed. He'll put Bury them under the your pillow. In the
0: back. Yeah, yeah. Right. But
2: that's not what they suggested. They just suggested putting baking soda, filling it with baking soda, and then letting it absorb it. And then you dust it out. Oh. And then oh. you burn them and give them to the dark.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. right. <laughs> oh, so so you use that to draw the moisture out? Yeah. With the baking soda, okay. And then because look, I have I have cats that like to do uh, protest peeing a lot. Yeah. So I've gotten very. I've I go through bottles of like urine gone. It's like this uh, odor spray. Shit works! Look, somebody who's tried it all, and I don't mean yeah. to make this an ad. <laughs> they, they
2: Come on, we can always have another sponsor. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Urine Gone. Works on humans too.
2: Oh, oh my gosh!
1: Wow.
2: Yeah. 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 I actually uh, sprayed that on my genitals, and my urethra just dried up. It's gone.
1: It's so. <laughs> gone. No, no. urine delay. gone. Yeah. No need.
2: I don't know yeah. how long I have to live now, but
1: <laughs> yeah. But you're saying you your doctor thinks you've become septic yeah. already. <laughs>
2: so i mean i really want to play case and jones casey jones reboot, so i hope I, I live long enough to get cast
1: yes <laughs> they're like hey what quick here's a rewrite pitch what if casey jones reeked of pee because one of his powers was that he didn't have to pee because he sprayed urine gone on down there and then it made him not pee anymore <laughs> i'm sorry what yeah. Wait, oh, okay, i'll just bring my wardrobe I, all right, yeah, yeah it's mind, fine
2: I'll here's the, it. my box of wardrobe if you didn't have a urethra <laughs> you definitely sweat your urine though right
1: I mean, I think you'd die, but if we were like, yeah. I guess living in a, if it was a video game version of the human body, I guess if you destroyed the urethra, then the pee would come out your sweat glands. I don't know. Look, we're not doctors, um, yeah. but if you are, please give us a really straightforward medical answer of what happens. Aside from obviously you would be poisoning yourself because you have no way to excrete your waste. I'm but- just
2: thinking about pee pee tears now. Can you imagine like Ooh. if every time you cried, like urine just came down?
1: <laughs> yeah another reason for men not to cry yeah Yeah. what is something you think is overrated
2: Ooh, overrated i'm gonna say being friends with your neighbors Mm. (laughs) you know uh because people are always like be friends with your neighbors create a community you have people there for you it's like yeah i have people knocking on my door all day asking me for favors (laughs) it's like i feel like i went i was i went hard i'm like a big like say hi to people in the in the hallways like make a chatty right. conversation and uh you know what now like legit like we've got we've swapped keys there's people being like literally i wouldn't be surprised if people were like oh my god i forgot to flush the turd i left and i left for work could you go and like get in there and flush <laughs> it for me and i'd be like no
1: wait
2: boundaries
1: all right you, so you're so you started off you're a very positive person and you like engaging with people but it slowly started turning into like, this is a little bit now we're kind of you're kind of having me do shit for you. This isn't just yeah. kind of like friendly reciprocity. Like, what's the what's some shit that you've been, you know, uh, fo- what's the situation you've been forced into due to your kindness?
2: All right. I have a neighbor who's probably listening <laughs> who <laughs> just <laughs> constantly, constantly goes out on trips and makes me take care of their cats.
1: What? oh fuck no, no no
2: one time i was like oh i can't i'm sick this was true i was like i'm sick i actually haven't even been able to get up and like to feed myself and they're like oh well we already left so like please feed them and i was like oh whoa.
1: no whoa yo yo
0: wow no. yes. that's wild and
2: i'm not even kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, no, like, well,
1: that's definitely lack like of boundaries
2: I was a, they were like knocking and I'm in this acting class that's on Zoom and you do like three to four hours every single day. And I was like, hey, I'm like, I'm I'm in rehearsal. And they pushed the door open and like looked around to like prove that I was lying. And I was like, whoa, 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 it's on a computer. (laughs)
0: Like,
2: you need to chill.
0: (laughs) That's like a relationship I've only seen in sitcoms of like people who, like
1: the neighbor who is that pushy just strolls into and you're like, oh, here they come.
2: I don't watch sitcoms. I'm not into them at all. And yet okay, my life weird. really, yeah, you know me. Um, <laughs> but like, my life really does take a sitcom energy.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, you don't need uh, to watch them. You live it. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I, I get so, I get panicked when I have to ask people to help me with shit. Oh, that's man. how I am. Because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I already asked them to. I remember they watched my cats three years ago. I can't go back to them. Why? Right. Even though I brought back, like, bottles of wine and, with, and thanks oh. to be like, thank you for keeping my animals alive. But I, I'm always like, I'll fight with my partner. I'll be like, well, you got to ask somebody this time. I, we've been doing my homies the last oh, eight yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it this time because I can't. <laughs> yeah.
2: And
1: that's me. Panic.
2: I fly I, out my family members. Like, I've flown I've out <laughs> wow. my family Super exaggerated because sin is also like super high maintenance. So like I like did an apartment swap with my dad once when I took a job because I was like, you need to take care of her. (laughs) She's your granddaughter. Right. And so I usually just like literally fly out my family to take care of my cats.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. Hate to hear about those pesky neighbors. But yeah, Mm -hmm. otherwise, it's good to know. Yeah. yeah, It's good to know who you live around, too. And then sometimes you'll discover, oh, maybe they don't want to live near, but that's fine.
2: Yeah. I got to know
1: who I live around.
2: I know a lot of the hot guys. That's for okay. sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I feel like I really got like especially in quarantine like I live in a 42 unit building.
0: <laughs>
1: right. Right. So okay. It's you,
2: like, oh my god.
1: Got stories. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've we have a neighbor across the street from us who is uh wild and usually drunk and loves to talk, talk to us no matter what to the point that I have like coping mechanisms for getting to the car without like when he's out on his front porch, which is almost always.
1: Yo, is his name Richard? No. Oh, cause yeah. I lived across the street from, you were <laughs> describing this neighbor I had years ago who was always out on his porch. And if you came home when he was drinking, you had to go have a drink with him. Across yeah. The street. Dude, come on. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah yeah, I got Vanilla Stoli, man. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then I remember her majesty. She was like, yo, I can't go out there right now. He's going to ask me. And I remember I would have to do like, I would have to periodically entertain the invite so I could say no the next 15 times. Right, you know what right, I mean? right. Like, All right, I'll come over this time. But, you know, I'm going to tell you the next three months. I'm going to say, fuck that, though, because I am I got shit to do. Right, right. Uh
2: I know I do the thing where I pretend that like everything is really bad and I'm going through the worst time of my life and then they like remember it and I'm like oh fuck I have to like remember that lie I told on the fly (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like oh things are really bad for me I can't have this conversation like right right and then you know it just is it's very bad
1: how's your father's ankles (laughs)
2: like what (laughs) he doesn't have ankles what are you talking about
0: (laughs) exactly what is something you think is underrated
2: Ooh, okay. I'm gonna be real nasty and say ice and milk.
0: But wow. what's your
2: choice of milk? I really love oat milk, and I love putting ice in oat milk. It's so refreshing. I drink like two glasses of milk every night. I feel like
1: wow, not bad. Ice I and I, milk. I know that. I've you know it's because uh, at school I remember I would always drink non-fat milk because it was the closest thing to water. Yeah. Like I can at school you didn't have an option. It's like here's your fucking. Boxo. iceberg lettuce with ham and eat th- and drink this milk and I was like fuck man I, I wish I could get a cup of ice water like, <laughs> yeah. and and the milk would be the only th- shit that was cold so I would always drink two fucking things of nonfat milk but that gave me a taste for cold milk so I would drink like just straight up regular milk with ice in it because I would drink it fast enough that it wasn't diluted but I felt like yeah. ice fucking cold milk so good Tastes like melted ice cream without sugar what yeah,
2: it doesn't really dilute that quick. Like, it's it nah. stays. it's so delicious and refreshing and just makes me feel wholesome and good and loved.
1: Wasn't there a thing like with Oatly where people are like, it's actually not that healthy, it, even though it's not milk. Oh, like, yeah. It's just like, it's just like oat beverage. <laughs> like, I think milk it's because
2: there's um, rapeseed oil in it, which is like uh, a, a like scary name and also yeah. just really bad for your body. Mm. But I don't know. We'd be dying
1: anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible for you, but it's definitely not like the health, the super food that maybe people think it is. Either way, I, the uh, chocolate Oli I love. Yeah. You guys,
0: do you guys ever fuck with warm milk? Have you ever? Jack, stop. <laughs> warm <laughs> no. milk. That's a that's a thing. I, I remember like... it was a thing. Like in the, I I first saw it on like a rerun of a like black and white era sitcom and they like they just chronically had warm milk before like, going to bed
1: oh so like happy gilmore style which is like could i trouble for you a glass of warm milk and yes exactly like, you I can feel trouble like, me for a warm glass and shut the hell exactly. up exactly oh right
0: yeah but we i also just our coffee maker like broke so we got a new one that has the little like milk foaming nozzle on it. Oh, real fancy. But now, yeah, now you have a lot of leftover warm milk. So I've been sipping on that and it is kind of relaxing. I got to say, yeah, it's not bad. I don't love love frothing
2: my milk. I just feel like the milk becomes bubbles and then you're just like, Sucking on yeah. air, and I suck on enough air. Okay, <laughs> when I, I want, want milk, milk, I want milk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not air sucking.
2: Yeah, fucking. Ooh. It's like dude, I had enough of that, bitch. I do that constantly, with or without my own consent.
1: Yeah, I can't stop I
2: breathing, which is completely- yeah. It's also legal for me to make myself stop breathing. Let's talk about that. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> breathing is so annoying.
2: Yeah, it it's really like,
0: is.
1: <sighs>
2: And I just want to see my lungs, you know. I wish you could just like pull out your lungs and just be like, "What is in here?" Like
1: quick check. Yeah,
2: because yeah. I've like accidentally like like inhaled so many like things. That I just want to see if it got lodged or if it's been, you know, absorbed by the... What do you
1: mean, like a micro machine toy or something?
2: (laughs) Anything, yeah. I would love to just put a little camera in there on my own time. I don't want to go to the doctor and pay for it, you know? I'm
1: trying to get an MRI scan.
2: I'm done with those people. (laughs) I I just want to do my own doctoring.
1: Why can't I have a friend with a GoPro? There's always great
0: stories of people getting shit lodged in there, like literally inhaling a, like, frosty spoon or... um, (laughs) uh, We did an article back at Cracked about like weirdest things removed from people's body. And there was a plant, like a seed. Someone had inhaled a seed and there's a plant growing in someone's lung that they had to get removed.
1: Oh, my God. Which is pretty cool.
2: Damn. I would well, have I'm kept back. it.
1: <laughs> I know. For real. <laughs> I just would have been like. <laughs> also like, yo, so this thing grew without light? Yeah, I know. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah the, we the need that plant. plant that could.
2: What plant yeah. is that one so we can all get it?
1: <laughs> so that's a great question. I yeah. love it's the new plants. airplane. Dude, yeah. Get a lung plan.
0: Well, I mean, they said that that was the best way to fight COVID. I think if we remember foremost medical expert Donald Trump in the early days that you could just kill it by exposing it oh, to sunlight. Shining, yeah, yeah, some sunlight. So if you just get some, some sunlight, sunlight into your lungs. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. great. I'm happy. That's why um, I got windows in my place. I uh, <laughs> put them in just during this pandemic. I was like, oh, shit, we put a little window here.
0: There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back and school is back down south as we've mentioned uh, but we're just kind of keeping tabs because it's it's not great I guess is one way to yeah. put it it's just
1: I mean I- since people have been talking about the Delta variant, we've again we will always keep saying why, why why are we going back to school? Why can't we? I know we don't want we want to pretend the pandemic is over, but we, it is not. And again, like last time when we did this, uh, I think on Monday, just I did another search. I said school COVID, see what pops up, <laughs> and here's what popped up. Up first, five thousand infected ex- slash exposed in Florida. This is a story from, I believe, like the Tampa area saying, quote, over 5000 students and hundreds of employees in a single Florida school district have tested positive for covid or may have been exposed to the coronavirus. They said in a statement that five thousand five hundred ninety nine students and three hundred sixteen staff members are either in isolation or quarantine. Isolation being that they were positive test quarantine, meaning they were exposed. Then you take a trip to New Orleans. Three thousand. In New Orleans, more than 3,000 students and staff at New Orleans, Louisiana public schools are quarantining due to possible exposure to COVID-19. They said the district, which updates its COVID tractor, said it was tracking 299 active cases and 370 cumulative cases. A week ago, it was only 116 active cases they were looking at. Then in Texas, one district is not. They're just saying, fuck it. They're just shutting down for two straight weeks. No remote learning, none of that shit. They're like, yo, nobody fucking come back here for two weeks. And right. then we'll we'll pick shit up where we left off. And they said, don't worry, we will get all the academic hours done, even though we just kicked two weeks in its ass. But don't even fucking bother because shit is so bad. Hospitals are stressed and we can't just keep like doing all this stop start shit. With How are they going to help so? with the
0: sewing in the in the spring? As we, as we learned the reason that the South goes back so early is because the kids need to be out to help with the... Uh, is it the harvest or the sewing?
1: I feel like? I've Jack, I don't know. I'm I, My feet are <laughs> charred by blacktop as a child <laughs> from being yeah. a, a city rat kid. But I don't know. We, yeah. When you said sewing at first, I'm like, damn, they got to make their own clothes. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right. what I thought at that's first. That's where my <laughs> mind
1: went. And I was like, right, reap, So But yeah, this is... So that's, again, we're seeing just really... Aggressive safety measures being put in place when all of these places we're trying to do is like you know maybe have mask mandates or and have ones where people can just be like oh you can opt out though you can right. opt out so if you really don't want to you know what it, who cares what it means and it's yeah just chugging along yeah
2: sounds like things are going great
1: yeah so yeah. nailing it so far yeah and just and with kids man like you know they this is fucking them up too. And beyond just sort of the whatever they they're trying to do to keep schools open, you would like for all the talk of like, well, we need to think about our kids, putting them in harm's way isn't a good alternative either. Right. So, you know, it's it just I, I feel for parents. I feel for kids. I again, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, this must be a kid's fucking dream. Right. You're like, yo, you don't have to go to school for like three months straight. But realistically, when you see all the fallout from like how. It's like, you know, some kids are having trouble, like, learning at the same pace or just the socializing that you get from being in school. This The fucking toll adds up. But just rushing back to it isn't going to solve anything. Right.
2: Yeah. I just I do feel bad for, like, the lack of consistency these kids are having when it comes to learning. I feel like school is already so hard sometimes. Yeah. And if I had to live through a pandemic and be a student, I really don't think. I'd probably right. be like, that's it. I'm out.
1: Yeah. yeah, I wonder what it does because you know, like I feel like for millennials, we have a certain disdain for like academia, like as it relates to going into debt for college and then not having the same like the upward mobility that you're promised or previous generations were promised from having a college degree, and how that's slowly turned into a lot of people being like, I don't know if I'm going to go to college. You know, like we've seen how that's sort of impacted that. I'm curious to your point, Shannon. Like when you're a kid and all you know is just like weird shit of like how schools are run and you're probably hearing from your parents like things could be better if that creates a generation of kids who are like more aware of like how we need to be learning or if they're just going to get burnt out by it. But I'm sure this is going to, you know, change attitudes of people like when they're in their adulthood, when they look back at their COVID school years. Is there
0: any any examples where teachers pay has been increased kind of commensurate with the just absurd amount of work and like burnout that they're having to put up with trying to teach through
1: zoom. I feel like that would be, I mean, they, even when they go on strike, they're barely getting what they need. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like if anything, they're probably going to figure out a way to be like, well, I mean, now that you're teaching from zoom and you get to be in your own house, I mean, maybe you could Mm -hmm. just do this out of the kindness of your heart because this
1: is your passion. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, that you're, seems you're
2: home, so much more yeah.
1: likely. You yeah. can wear your robe all day if you want. We don't care. Yeah,
2: like do do whatever you want,
1: but just no pay. All right. Well,
0: uh, kind of on the same subject, businesses aren't making it easy to get the vaccine either. They are. There's new research basically showing that wage workers are not getting the time off. They're having trouble, like getting the time off to even get a shot and. Have the time to then recover because mm-hmm. you need you know the it's by design basically knocks you down for a couple of days after you after you get the vaccine,
1: yeah, and they you know the this Kaiser Family Foundation was you know every health organization is trying to figure out how to get people vaccinated or what's stopping people aside from misinformation and like American exceptionalism culture. but you know they found workers who do not get paid time off to get the shot. deal with the potential side effects, less likely to get the vaccine. They said about two out of 10 unvaccinated employees said if their their employer gave them paid time off, they'd be more likely to get vaccinated. And they said the time off issue was one that like these sort of surveyors and clinic representatives were encountering a lot when they uh, met vaccine hesitant people. And You know, there were programs that were being proposed in the earlier stimulus packages that would have given employers like the like some subsidies to do this and employ and give employees more time. But the administration decided to make that a voluntary program. So you can only imagine what that means. This attorney for the Center for Popular Democracy said, quote, we have ample evidence that relying on employer voluntary policies to protect people in this pandemic Is not working. The Biden team has done a terrific job in vaccination work, but it seems clear we're going to hit a wall with vaccinations as a result of an inadequate federal leave policy. So that and we're not willing to make this like a like mandate that you have to give people time off to get the vaccine and to recover if they need to. Because what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah. So it doesn't seem like the magic bullet, though, for all vaccine hesitancy. They say, you know, because there's many It's so weird to say. There's many styles of anti (laughs) vaxxer Like, what discipline are you? Are you the Facebook lonely person who's caught in an echo chamber? Are you someone with trauma you haven't resolved, and this is just the venue for you to be contrarian and whatever? Or you're the, the what they say is this seems to impact the quote wait and see group. And a lot of these people within the wait and see group, about a third of like anti vaxxers that they were surveying were wait and see. They said most of those people or not most, but many of the people in the wait and see group have just said, yo, if I could get time off, like I probably would. I'm, I'm literally I think I'm just waiting for time off to get the fucking vaccine. But <laughs> right. unfortunately, the way this I'm being crunched by my bills and the, an employer that doesn't give a fuck. It's hard.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a that's something we're seeing with rent relief, too, where they are basically putting the onus on the people seeking aid to be full-time bureaucrats. They Of course. They're not making space for people to do the thing. I think I think it's you know with, with regards to rent relief it's the result of you know the the last 40 years of you know since Reagan came along and started talking small government and the you know centrist media bought into that. I think we've been kind of headed down this road but there just aren't enough bureaucrats. We like everything from Ghostbusters to like mainstream media treats bureaucracy like it's a bad word and like just the height of like just shittiness um instead of like a very necessary thing. So we're at a point where now if you want if you want to get like aid for a paying for health, if you want to get aid like financial aid during the pandemic, if you want to get rent relief you have to become basically a full time bureaucrat on top of your normal job to. just. it feels like
1: Nathan Fielder was helping like the like politicians in D.C. craft these like rent relief bills because it feels like a bit where it's like tell them there's rent relief, but then they're going to have to hike up a mountain 20 miles to get to a drop box to process their paperwork to hope that (laughs) they will then recoup that money because it's a very like if they just did it outright and said. Yo, everyone's rent is relieved. That's a huge outlay of cash. But if you said if you know how to navigate this motherfucker, then we might we might not be paying right. that much because people fall through the cracks, like with taxes and shit. Ooh. Right.
2: All right. I think I have a mini pitch here though. Maybe we could start and like we could design like a, a trading cards of the anti vaxxers, right? And like <laughs> h- like make them re- like, really awesome. And all sales that we get from that. Could right. to go towards helping people get time off and rent relief. I feel like those would mm. sell. You know, garbage Pail kids are coming back. <laughs> yeah, like trading cards exactly. are going to come back. So if we get like all the different styles of anti vaxxers like the right. it's experimental. I'm not a lizard baby. Like that's probably going right. to be the one that's like holographic. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah.
0: See right. I can see them turn into exactly. lizards. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like oh, I got the essential oils
1: to QAnon pipeline, lady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know, I'm in an acting class uh, right now. Thankfully, it's over Zoom, and uh, I've like spent like a month, uh, like almost two months, with these people. And the anti-vaxxers have started to reveal themselves.
1: <laughs> wow! Like, are they being brave? Are they, they? Do they think they're in a? They were there with other like-minded people, and they're letting shit slip.
2: I think that they think that they're with like-minded people, and then we get into these like big discussions. And like, we're, we're trying to share resources, like in the chat, we're like, read this, read this. (laughs) it's like really manic, but it's funny because people will, people will be like, I'm not anti-vax, but like, it's my freedom. And you're like, wait, but that's it. You're being anti-vax basically. Um, someone booked like a, a part on like Sean Penn's show and they were like, Oh, we want to give us to you, but it turns out you're not vax. So the person got the first shot. And had to wait three weeks, and they were like, "They better hire me in these next three weeks before I take the second shot," because they stole my freedom. And I was like, "You're sounding a lot like a anti-vaxxer."
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, not
0: an anti-vax, I'm not anti-vax,
1: but uh... but I refuse to take a vaccine <laughs> yeah. because I'm free too. Okay, yeah. so are you pro-vaccination? No,
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm tell. <laughs> against
1: it. So then you're anti? No, I'm <laughs> <on> freedom. <laughs> I'm freedom.
2: Freedom. Mm, mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. That's it. Freedom.
2: (laughs) That's it. That's yeah. I'm like okay. I think sure. However you want to identify, let's go for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, just going back to the debt relief. Um. The (laughs) sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. uh, I love the idea for these cards. I've been kind of doodling a design for one that I'll share with you, you all later. But. Congress has appropriated a total of $46 billion to help tenants who are mm-hmm. behind on their rent. As of June 30th, $3 billion had been distributed yes. like, throughout the entire pandemic. Well, like, right. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it reminds me of just a lot of the things we're talking about where, well, first of all, this is also a reason people are anti-vaxxed is because the government has always made getting something from them so difficult and like a full time job that when they were finally like, OK, this is actually a problem. So we're going to create infrastructure and like give you the shot in an organized fashion. I feel like a lot of people just didn't trust it. They were like, uh, that doesn't sound like y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but also um free safety stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Come on, come on, come on.
0: But just treating people like people, like to give it taking into account that these are people who have full time jobs, yeah. eh, like with regards to just giving them the time off necessary to get the vaccine or, you know, any of the like rent relief or eviction suspension the, you know, we've talked in past weeks about uh, Nithia treating the homeless population in L.A. like actual people the policing barrier where you call, there, there's basically a barrier between calling 911 and the police where it's just, like, people trying to solve whatever your problem is if it's not a like, extreme violent emergency. Just having a barrier of humanity that is just trying to solve people's problems, like, that is, I feel like that is the thing that should be a growth industry. It should be the number one thing we're trying to just apply everywhere and right it, it seems to be like such a novel concept to people because every we're used to 40 years of just viewing everyone as like a figure on a spreadsheet that we can like get profit out of anyways i think uh we're in good shape we're to uh, <laughs> damn yeah
2: sorry i just fell silent the was, so like, simple experiencing the 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 ultimate bummer of like man we see the the, like the possible solutions and yet
0: (laughs) yeah it just costs money and create a bunch of jobs but again like look at afghanistan and we we were talking on yesterday's episode about like the trillions of dollars that they put into that if they had just given that money to to the people or put it into like building out a humane infrastructure that would have done amazing things but instead yeah or just to not reluctance. have
1: the reluctance to spend money on people whereas trillions right. of dollars in defense or a, a, a you know offense spending is just like an afterthought Like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure for sure whatever you need for whatever you need, whatever you need wait hold up you want no no man teachers need to buy their own fucking supplies dude don't miss me with that weird no shit, free dude. handouts that's yeah, like, so
2: weird i we still... just have this up,
1: disconnect when it comes to how what it means to actually fund things that for the benefit of people versus the military-industrial complex.
2: Yeah, I have a friend who's a teacher, and they actually took some highlighters from the school that they didn't purchase themselves, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I took them home." And then I experienced like so much anxiety that I was going to get accused of stealing these highlighters, and I was going to oh. get fired. And I was like, "Damn, like this is what teachers have to worry about."
1: Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately.
0: All right. Let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back. And, you know, the the Afghanistan story has really given... A new opportunity for the xenophobes uh, on Fox News and on the right to just really unite and start getting Mm -hmm. people feared of of what's coming.
1: Because Fox News people aren't real foreign policy fans, so you can't really get into criticizing the war or things like that. So you just got to go, racism, racism. So let's turn the xenophobia up to one million. Tucker Carlson. Has been very concerned about America, especially after those census results came out that said there's white people have shrunk for the first time since politicians wore wigs in this country, and he's been in red alert mode. And now with the talk of bringing Afghan refugees in at a bare minimum for how much of a fucking mess the West has made there, especially the United States, he is screaming about how liberals are just gonna just gonna flood your neighborhoods. It's, that's what's going to happen. And, and, and you'll see. And he goes on to say, uh, again, he's he's very, very um, intelligent and he uses history constantly to show people why his takes are valid. So let's just check in with him about bringing in refugees. So
0: we're getting it. And if history is any guide and it's always a guide, we will see many refugees from Afghanistan resettle in our country in coming months, probably in your neighborhood. <laughs> and over the next decade, that number may swell to the millions. So first we invade and then we're invaded. It is always the same. Invaded. I mean, let's use history as a guide with regards to your ideology and treating people from other countries as an invasive species of, you know, pestilence, Uh, because that's what the Nazis did, bro.
1: Yeah. And yeah. also, I mean, but he's so close, right? Because what he's almost articulated was how um, how fucked up imperialistic American foreign policy creates refugees that we then have to welcome. Because like, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We know. Yeah. We did a number over there. But instead, it just turns into this like very fucking 10,000 foot view of like, and then they made a, Then they have to come here. Let's also check in with Charlie Kirk, who has now basically said that this is actually a by design by the Democrats to change the body politic. Joe Biden let it fall apart to now say, oh, I'm so sorry. I guarantee you Joe Biden's speech this afternoon will talk about refugee assistance and relocation support. Now, Joe Biden's going to be scrambling to make good on it, and the liberal media will love it. They'll say, oh, yes, OK, now I get it joe biden is now fixing his own problem joe biden is stepping up and he's allowing a flow of people from the middle east into america thank you joe biden you're such a hero so benevolent you're so respectful you're so compassionate do you see what's going on here you see what's going on here what's going on here is joe biden wants a couple hundred thousand more Elon omars to come into america Mm. to change the body politic permanently
0: my gosh wow
1: okay so that's their, their version is refugees means more votes and just changing the look of America. Well, which, sure. Which, uh, which party that?
0: started that war that they're talking? About Jack, here?
1: come on now. stop. Get your head out of the books. <laughs> <laughs> get, your, get your head out of the newspapers and oh. stick with us in our hot take machine. Because we'll get to that. Because I just also, but unfortunately, or fortunately, the prize in this fucked up award show goes to Sean Hannity, who somehow seamlessly blended Islamophobia, xenophobia, and an ad integration.
0: All right. Sean is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Listen, there is a stampede not only out of Afghanistan, but a stampede away from high prices, overpriced service from the big carriers like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, uh, the average family making the switch to Pure Talk. <laughs> uh, they offer the exact same coverage.
1: Oh my god! The fucking gall of these fucking people! You are gonna use. I mean, people a show like ours would joke about something like that, but he really just did that without even thinking. yeah, there is a stampede. they in Afghanistan, I mean, they're going to they're going to Coles for these back to school savings. Like, wh- so yeah, Jack. You know, you would think that they would maybe talk about this because there's plenty of shit to be critical of. There's plenty, but oh, yeah. I think part of it is you have to ignore the fact that it's Bush to their boy Bush too kicked this whole shit off. And they're not even cherry picking shit about Obama or Biden, you know. They're Democrats who had their hands in this shit too, and even the people who voted for this shit, but that also includes their people. So it's a little bit of a weird place for them. And I also just think if on because on some level the outrage that you would see as like a human being seeing just like the pain and suffering of Afghan people. I think that would cause Fox to have to humanize these people in order to create some outrage in their audience. So they're they're just going to avoid that completely. They're not going to point to like, look at these people they've been left with. And if they do, it's just going to be some shit about like Sharia law, which already we're seeing, you know, the takeover headlines. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Stampede, uh, another kind of term that's usually used to, you know, talk about animals, basically.
1: Right. I mean, anything, anything that would humanize these people, it's, again, like, there's a level of, uh, of, you have to have a skill to be selectively humanized people to be able to go along with a lot of the rhetoric. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. There, the, they, there they are. The Tucker Carlson video, his sort of over-the-shoulder had pictures of, you know, from the airport, and couple-looking, like, but like distant shots. So the people looked like, you know, ants, basically. Like
1: specks on the screen, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you know, they're very skilled at what they do. It just uh, happens to be racist and...
1: (laughs) Skilled racist, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're very skilled racists.
0: All right, just real quick, we do like to check in with Google to put us all in a good mood uh, because their motto is do no (laughs) evil. And so... The work-from-home movement that has kind of been forced upon employers over the past year and a half has actually been a boon. Uh, Work-for-hire has been shown to be more efficient for employers that are paying less rent. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Google has taken those two inputs and decided to cut people's pay.
1: Yeah. somehow. right. Why not? Look, like like Shannon was saying when she was pitching the teachers on Zoom learning, it's like, look, y'all are home. What's the, what's the problem? You don't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. But it's not just them. Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter, they've all offered less pay for employees based in locations where it's more inexpensive to live. But like, you know, they're, and they're kind of being like, well, you know, like if you're there, like you don't really need all that kind of money, like relative to the cost of living. Then some other companies have said it doesn't matter no matter what, like Zillow or Reddit, but a Google spokesperson said, "Quote: Our compensation packages have always been determined by location, and we always pay at the top of the local market based on where an employee works from. Our new location, our new work location tool—that's what they're, that's how they're describing this fucking algorithm to fuck you out of your money—was uh, developed to help employees make informed decisions about which city or state they work from and any impact on compensation if they choose to relocate or work remotely." And again, it makes no sense. If you're able to pay the wages before the pandemic, it's clear that you're you're not in some fucking financial death spiral. So, how, what, I don't, what is the logic exactly of cutting pay aside from it just looking like you're trying to coerce people to go back into the office?
2: Yeah, there is no logic other than they're demons and they're going to try to make those cuts wherever they can because they're greedy and they want that money for themselves. And there's just this idea. That I really, really loathe where people think that everyone who chooses to work from home is just like sitting on their couch, relaxing and absolutely chose that because, you know, that's the most fun option for them. Yeah. And you're totally dismissing that some people are working from home because they don't feel safe going to an office. Uh, hello, offices are not safe. They're really nasty. And I don't trust any of the filtration systems that these offices have also like we're talking about people who are disabled people who can't do commutes there's so many big factors that yeah. lead someone to choose to work from home and then we're completely not even talking about the fact that it's not that fucking relaxing to work from home i'm sorry no, i actually think no. it sucks to have to constantly sit up my stupid laptop and like find a spot especially if you're working with people that you have to see on camera and they're like i my god, is that your kitchen in the background it's messy like and then you're in uh, your space. You're like bringing that work energy into your home. Yeah, and like it's so hard to detach. Where it's like you used to be like, okay, fuck this place. I hope it explodes while I walk away. And now you're like, fuck, this is my home. I hope it doesn't explode Wait, with all now this, you're like, this negative fuck, energy.
1: Fuck this
2: place. Fuck me. I'm <laughs> yeah, the right. office. The office is in my heart now. Yeah, like right. Jesus. So that I just it. think it's like people are working really hard, even if they're from home. Just pay people what they're worth.
1: Yeah. Which is probably more than what you're paying them now anyway, if you're gonna be real about how much, you know, you're extracting from their labor. But fuck, like they don't even have a really good they don't even have a like a reasonable explanation for how this makes sense. Yeah. Aside from just like we have we've created a created a helpful tool. That's all.
2: No, that man. tells
1: us to p- pay y'all less with our new fuck around and find out wage calculator <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay wow aggressive naming convention
2: it's like i sure if i guess like suddenly the job is like half the amount of time and effort maybe i'd take a pay cut but if i'm doing the same exact amount of work i don't care if i'm doing it from a fucking water park like paying.
1: Right. <laughs> right that does yeah at the like end of <laughs> Yeah. So could you imagine taking a, a call solo
2: water <laughs>
1: <laughs> taking yeah. a call on a fucking like a zoom call and you're like yo what's up I'm in the fucking inner tubes right now uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah, let, me see that, let me see that proof real quick of the logo <laughs> yeah 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 let's swap the colors oh shit okay yeah, yeah. All, right, all right, I gotta go gotta go
2: yeah I mean, it productive. sounds fun but you're gonna be working on that slide you know yeah and, and yeah like really harsh is the vibe what people forget is that I think we've all been guilty of being like, I'm going to take a day off and still kind of work on my vacay mode, and then your vacay mode dissipates. It's gone. Yeah. You're just working. Well, bitch.
1: We have, yeah. Th- it's hard because to go full darkness, go full dark mode on them. That takes a lot of discipline because we've. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure many of us growing up and working in the, you know, the ways of American companies. We've been we've put had it implanted in us as like, no, nah, man, you got to prove that you're valuable, like you're an asset or else like it will all go away. Like you have to keep contributing, contributing, contributing yeah. to the point that, yeah, even when you're like, yeah, I'm going to be on break or whatever. It's hard to truly be like, I'm fucking throwing away. I'm like actually going to just like disable my email app so nothing can penetrate like my time of personal time. Because we always just, I have that habit too. I'm like, well, let me just check all this other shit that has to do with work. Like in between, yeah, uh, you're just trying to relax and shit.
2: Because they make you feel super replaceable. They hang that threat over your head at all times, letting you know if you don't stay on email 24-7 and I can reach you, then there's definitely some peasant someplace else that will take your paycheck and let me abuse them. Right. It's like, yeah, there probably is. Um, but I'm gonna work really hard to set some fucking boundaries, so I have a sliver of of a chance of having an endorph- endorphin at some point in my life.
0: <laughs> an
1: an I, endorphin, yeah, just one, just
2: one endorphin. Just hit me with one. Yeah. Like, all right,
1: money bags. <laughs> Hanging out, having endorph- a whole last endorphin? endorphin. Okay.
2: <laughs> I want a whole last endorphin shaped like an actual ass. <laughs> Like, I don't know what endorphins are shaped like, but...
1: (laughs) That's what they should be. Yeah, we need to to talk to the people who write medical textbooks immediately.
2: Yeah, I just want that beautiful uh, figure 1A, and it's just a (laughs) butt. This is your endorphins. And I'm like, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk Lady Gaga real quick. Uh, As promised, we we have to get to this story. Because, you know, when this first went down, when, you know, her dog walker was shot while he was walking her dogs, put in the hospital, you know, was fighting for his life in critical condition. You know, we we initially were like, it's weird because she is offering a $500,000 reward for the return of the dogs, no questions asked, which seemed kind of dismissive of the fact that this person had been like there was an attempted murder that had happened. Yep. And then he was spotted in mid-May back walking her dogs during daytime hours but then a week later had to step away because he was he was just like I can't like I I'm no longer in the right headspace to take care of dogs obviously someone who takes their dog walking business very seriously and now he has been on sort of a mental health sabbatical driving around the country in an RV trying to heal and, you know, been very open about his struggles with mental health since the shooting. And he's run out of money. He's asking for $40,000 on GoFundMe to help him cover the expenses as he tries to, you know, drive around and get his shit back together. All of these things taken together make me wonder if Lady Gaga shouldn't be Taking care of this person a little bit more financially, like taking care of whatever his RV bills are as he tries to, you know, get over the very serious PTSD that would come from getting shot multiple times and robbed.
1: Well, did Um, he have dog walkers insurance, Jack? Right. That's my first question, because if he did. That's who should be paying for these. Not Lady Gaga. I mean, are we serious? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Another point is, is like, up.
2: why didn't he try to shoot the shooters before they shot him? Yes. Think about it. Like, I would have never let someone walk my dog unless they were also like, you know, armed armed and ready.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, this is no. fucked up. 40,000. He's he he's saying I've ran out of money. I have I've been recovering from being shot. I've had part of my lung removed because yeah. of the incident uh help i mean fuck i mean i like i'm sure like if you're if the fox news take would be like so is everyone so do you have to hi- do you have to pay for your gardener if they injure themselves while working on your house no you don't and you wouldn't expect to pay for that but <laughs> this is a complete this is a scenario in which this woman's high profile or the dogs that she's walking made this person a target and you have the fucking means To actually help this person, so it's a little bit different than maybe most situations. And you're not, yeah. I don't.
2: I do know that she like it. It was reported that she paid for his medical bills initially. So mm -hmm. did we get confirmation that that ended up not happening, or did she just pay like the first wave of medical bills? This is the thing, you know what? I feel like we don't know the whole story. And this this person is on Instagram, and they're asking for 40k through a GoFundMe. They've got a trailer video that they edited to look stylized about their accident and the video
0: aggressive yeah yeah it starts
2: with a loud gunshot which i haven't been shot and i was like "Ooh, triggered right (laughs) didn't love it uh so it's very a weird choice but you heal the way you heal that's not my place to say i just feel like this might be a case of she helped him pay some of it and he might be like one of us. Like we were just talking about how we don't like asking people to watch our cats. Yeah, he might not true. feel comfortable asking her for any more Entirely money.
0: Entirely fair. Yeah.
2: And he might also just be like, this is, you know, I've gotten some followers off of this. These people have shown me that they care about my recovery. Let me like experiment with leaning on the public instead of being uncomfortable asking, you know, my friend yeah. who's a pop star. I don't I know. Wanna,
0: I, yeah. I want to love Lady Gaga. I, want this to be just a like, oh, she didn't know. He did he didn't feel comfortable asking. But I would say at this point, like it now that it's probably crossing her radar, like, hook this dude up. Like this dude needs yeah. help.
2: Cause it's different than like when Kylie Jenner shared her employees GoFundMe and was like, hey y'all, donate to my employees GoFundMe. Exactly. It's like no yeah, no yeah. bitch, you do that. <laughs> yeah. If Lady Gaga was posting this GoFundMe link, I would have a way different opinion about yes. the story. But sure. I'm like, well, she might like. I think I don't know where their communication is at. I don't know what right. they've discussed. And I, she's I actually smart. She's like
1: I'm not gonna say shit that way. People yeah. think, you know what I mean? That yeah. I don't know what's going on. I know what's right. going on. I'm just not helping his ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. It's, it seems like a forty thousand. You got that somewhere. I mean, you the, got that somewhere, Lady Gaga. Her
0: up. net worth is r- reportedly three hundred twenty million. So.
1: Okay, so I mean, never mind. She doesn't have it. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's not actually that great. Uh, she yeah. Do, do you know penny.
2: how much her outfits cost? Like, you need to chill. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: that's true. All right, my bad, my bad, my bad. Like, yeah, if yeah. it
2: be- if it came between me keeping my friend alive or me being well dressed, I'm gonna choose well dressed every time.
1: Right. Of course, you can't wear your friend to a yeah an event. Right.
2: That's... Oh wait a minute.
1: Hmm? Hold on. Idea.
2: I mean... <laughs> actually, I'll yeah. That's a good way to survive. Yeah. Lady we-
0: Gaga had that meat dress. I mean,
1: you know, oh, yeah, these are all my dog walkers. (laughs) (laughs) What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Uh, All my dog walkers. It's a group, actually. A group of designers. No, a group of. Never mind. Yeah, you'll you'll read about it later.
0: (laughs) Shannon, as always, such a pleasure having you. Thank you. Where can people find you and follow you?
2: Oh, um, you can follow me on Instagram. My last name is Coffee. It's C-O-F-F-E-Y. And that's my username there. Apparently, even if you go directly to the link, it's hard to find me. But yes, the profile photo is of the Crypt Keeper because I think he's hot. So that is me. <laughs> and you can watch my show Camp Confessions there, as you mentioned earlier. And then if you want to find me on Twitter, just add an S to that. So it's Coffees on Twitter. There
0: you Ooh. go. All right. And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying?
2: Yes. So actually, my friend Courtney Soliday, who's on Twitter, is so funny. And I'm not pulling up one of her tweets, but she also just, if I'm away from Twitter for too long, she keeps me in the loop. And for that, I love her so much. (laughs) But she sent me this tweet by, I'm looking it up, Marg Bar America. And they've retweeted the story about Jake Gyllenhaal saying that he doesn't shower often mm-hmm. and it's their tweet says okay i now buy the conspiracy theory that celebrities are volunteering this information in anticipation of water rationing as climate change destroys the planet and i just love that conspiracy theory
1: yeah yeah that came up the other day too
0: was that on on the
1: show did we talk about that or? i don't know but yeah, I, I don't know i maybe it might have it was, yeah Anna this
0: was... chipped in with that after we were recording
1: yeah it but it feels like yeah, yeah, but the most low-energy scam.
2: Yeah, it's just like, let's get hot, rich people to be like, my pits are stinky, and I'm like, yeah, you got me. Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> right. says his ass is dirty, I'm still down, and I'll skip a shower if he needs me to hang out. Like, I'll <laughs> do whatever he wants. Right, right, right. <laughs> and if it's helping the planet, sure. No, um, I'm joking. Please don't <laughs> add me to the stinky list of people. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Stinky list of stinky people. Stinky list stinky of celebs.
2: celebs. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting because I was kind of like, "Oh yeah, it seems like these people are just rich in their AC homes, and that's why they're not showering because they're not sweating."
1: Right. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when you
2: don't work, you don't have to. You know, like,
1: like oh yeah, I on the summer I can't keep it like above sixty six. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> like, yeah, because right. you like you you know like it's summer like you want to like feel cozy like in a hoodie you know. Yeah, so yeah. sixty six. I was wondering keep if this was po- sort
0: of their indirect way, like because the Imagine video got a backlash. They're like, "Well, how do we help people? Ah, we model behavior that will right. help them conserve water."
1: The sad version of if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Exactly, there you but go. like, <laughs> with, hey, no, no cool person showering. I mean, <laughs> please, please. No Miles, where can
0: people you. find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Uh, you find me Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gray. And if you like 90 Day Fiance, check out the other show, 420-day Fiance, with Sophia Alexandra and I. That's on twitch.tv slash 420-day fiance, also a podcast. But the tweets that I like. First one is from at first at slick at D-L-I-C-J tweeted garbage day tomorrow. Last day with my garbage. <laughs> um, another one is from Corey T. Johnson tweeting. Uh, Girl asking you on a date. I was thinking wine at sunset, smiley face. Whatever day works for you, heart emoji. Guy asking you on a date. Want to meet at a dark bar like right now? (laughs) 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 Very real. Um, And the last one is from Luke Taylor, at Luke Taylor Go tweeted. One time when I was 12, a Geek Squad guy came to my house and the computer was so fucked up from porn. He took me aside when my parents were upstairs and was like, hey, man. You can't keep doing this. I'm not gonna (laughs) tell them, but you have to find a better way.
2: (laughs) Aww, I love that heart-to-heart.
1: I know that's really sweet. A better way. A better way. You don't gotta live like this, young man.
2: Honestly, find that employee and let them run the government. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who knows when to let one slide? Let's see. Uh, One of my favorite
0: just memes on Twitter has had a couple good ones lately. At it penguin tweeted youth pastor voice. Do you know who else had his fall plans canceled? Uh, and another one is uh, from not Brendan at Crocodile Thumbs Youth her Voice. I'll tell you about another J you and your friends can pass around.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the daily zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post. Our episodes and our footnote, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode. We also link off to where you can buy tickets for the streaming live show coming up next week. And uh, we also link off to a song that we think you'll enjoy. Miles, what song are we linking off to?
1: Uh, This is a track from Pas Salut but remixed by Yusuf Days. Uh, Yusuf Days is one of my favorite drummers, uh, like new jazz drummers, and did a remix of this Paz song called Frontline, and it's just, its you, you think the drums are edited in there, maybe programmed in a DAW, digital audio workspace, but no. These are live drums, even though they sound a little bit like got that drum and bass jungle feel, and it's Ooh. just got good energy and made me feel like like if I was, if I lift weights more diligently, I would lift weights to this song or run to this song. But nice. instead, I just I think about it. So yeah. think about it too and nod your head to this track, Frontline Yusuf Days Remix.
0: All right, go check that shit out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeart Radio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you find your favorite shows that is going to do it for us this morning, but we are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and hey, we'll talk to you all then. Bye! Bye!